I do. What's a board game you'd like to see turned into a movie? That is a crazy question. All right, let's see. Board game to movie. So you got to go a more American stylized thematic kind of board game. Uh, you got to go something semi-popular. Uh, I think the... First thing that comes to mind, uh, easiest one is Betrayal at House on the Hill, which I think is, you know, it's sort of like a, a a horror board game. You spend the first half just wandering around this haunted house and discovering what's up. And then eventually the uh, the story that you're playing, sort of the plot is revealed, like there's a werewolf or there's a witch or whatever it is. Uh, and then you have to escape the house before you're killed by the werewolf or witch. Uh, and so I think it lends itself best to storytelling in that way. And uh, also is like, as far as board games go, I think it's semi-popular. You know, it's one of the kinds that you can pretty much always find a copy of at Target. Uh, not really my favorite game is kind of its drawback here. I don't think it's particularly good as a playing experience, but maybe that would be better. It would uh, it would lend itself more to adaptation. Uh, that is my pick. Okay. Succinct answer. Thank you. What's your pick? I was waiting for you to ask, <laughs> but that's okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 236th episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I have to stop rushing that because now it's just I've heard it a thousand times. Maybe it's your first time hearing it. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. Uh, let's do it. What do you got? Do you, you, don't have a, uh, you don't have a board game pick? Uh, trouble. Okay. Just it's Simpsons, fun to get into. Simpsons Monopoly. That'd be interesting. I think. Do you? Would that be uh, like the Simpson, like a sequel to the Simpsons movie, or would it be unrelated? Yes. Okay. Risk. <laughs> I'd have to get a different name. You can't do like an epic world domination movie and call it Risk. No, probably not. You'd call it a Risk Saga. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Top five, big one this week. Uh, no, it's a regular one. Yeah, it's so a regular one. Dungeons and Dragons came out, uh, and so I wanted to honor our good friend Chris Pine, mm. uh, beloved by you and I and everyone. Like, who doesn't love Chris Pine? That's right. One wonders. Uh, so I've done my top five Chris Pine movies. Okay. Uh, number five, Wonder Woman. Uh, supporting role. The first uh, one. The, the first one, yes. 2017. Uh, yes. Not 1984. <laughs> No, God, that that is what it's called. Well, uh, I guess it would have been called the year it was. Set. I guess it would have been <laughs> called if I had to put 1918. Okay, Wonder Woman 1918. 
Oh my god! I guess that is uh, yeah. That was World War One. Wow, that's weird to think about. It's a sequel to 1970. Yeah, the year after. Uh, that Chris- guy ran uh, um, across that battlefield, and then a year later, Wonder Woman was there. Yeah, that's why he's kept surviving all of those incidents. Mm. Is that Wonder Woman was just off screen protecting him? Oh. I. Uh, Chris Pine, great, uh, great in his role, a uh, charming, uh, charming superhero romantic mm-hmm. uh, side lead. Uh, number four, the honorary Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I mm-hmm. uh, great movie, very fun, uh, and just like a great, great vehicle for what Chris Pine is good at. Uh, his his charm and his wit and his energy uh, is a lot of a lot of fun to watch. Uh, speaking of great vehicles for his charm and wit and energy, number three is Star Trek. Uh, we recently revisited the first Star Trek, which is... Uh, is that the, the one you're referring to? Yes. Uh, the stand-in for the stand-in for the franchise here. Uh, and his his Kirk is great. Uh, the whole movie is just, like, banging from start to finish. It's a lot of fun. This it's shit exciting. is slamming. Uh, yes, indeed it is. I... Uh, and it's just like a, a really great revival of a franchise into a whole new thing. Number two, Unstoppable. Mm. The train that cannot be stopped. You do love your Tony. Uh, yes, I'm a, uh, I'm a big Tony Scott guy. Uh, this one is uh, it's just a, a whole lot of fun. Watch it for the first time, I uh, believe, at your behest uh, yes. a couple of years back. It's great. I. Uh, Never, never would have expected it to be so good, but it's uh, it's exactly what you want out of a Tony Scott movie. Yeah, that's right. People sleep on it, but and number one, Hell or High Water. I'm surprised Into the Woods didn't make your list. Yeah, I uh, I had considered it. Uh, Why is that? I think I went uh, I went Wonder Woman over Into the Woods just because his role is so small mm. in Into the Woods. Uh, he's like a a third string kind of character in that. Uh, and so I want—I wanted to focus on things where his uh, his presence is felt more. Okay. I uh, and Hell or High Water, great uh, great combo of just like fun actiony western and uh, like interesting and thoughtful movie, uh, full of great performances. Pine's great, Ben Foster's great, uh, Jeff Bridges great. Yeah, uh, Hell or High Water. Been awesome. wanting to revisit that for a while. That's a good one. All right, but on to our actual top five. This week, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves opened in the number one spot, followed by John Wick Chapter 4, His Only Son. I can't believe they is... didn't give that a fucking subtitle. <laughs> His Only Son? No, John Wick. The, the subtitle could have been His Only Son. Sure. John Wick Chapter 4, His Only Son. Uh, but it's not His Only Son. Scream it's not six. His Only He's got more than one son. I... Uh, Maybe he does. Maybe that's what we find out. Well, that's what you said. In uh, in the sequel, John Wick's son. I just Wick's feel son. like... John Wick what? John Wick's sons. Okay. They said John Wick's summer. It's going to be a John Wick summer, kids. I, and Creed 3 in the number five spot. How do you feel? About what? Oh, sorry. You just started to, uh, started to say, I just feel like... Did I? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right, number one. Go ahead. Did you do it already? I uh, no. Dungeons and Dragons made thirty-seven point two million dollars. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's um certainly more than tracking, more than what was expected. It's seventy million worldwide. The movie cost too much, and it was originally projected that it could get to forty, and then studio estimates were thirty-eight, and then the final was thirty-seven, which is never a good sign. Um, 
I think that it is in that threshold where it's a great number, but it was so close to 40. And I think it's going to get really crushed next week. Okay. I think that families are seeing this. Um, and I think no more families will be seeing this next weekend. Uh, so I hope the hold is good. It's going to need a hold. I think it still has a chance of getting over 100 if it can hold. And if it does, we'll probably get a sequel. Um, but it's just, it's a great number. It's just one of those that, the unfortunately, the early projections got me pretty hyped. And then then you start questioning why didn't it reach those projections. And you think maybe it was a word of mouth or was it front-loaded or... Whatever the case may be, so the story's not written for it yet, but it is, um, it's just, it's interesting. It's just one to watch. Let's see what happens here, but uh, I'm uh, I'm very happy with this result for a movie that has no stars and um, is an IP that we don't know is bankable. Uh, this is a, a great number for that kind of, uh, that kind of film, certainly. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is a great, uh, a great case of, you know, you say it has no stars and that's true. It does not have like bankable names that can sell tickets and mm-hmm. put butts in seats. But still, like you look at the cast, you're like, yeah, Chris Pine, one of, one of the Chris's, one of this generation's leading men, mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez has been in a number of prominent and very successful movies. Uh, even like justice Smith was in detective Pikachu. And that was a big deal. I, uh, Regé Jean Page was a fr- hot out of Bridgerton, mm-hmm. which is, two or three years old i don't know i uh, pandemic so two yeah but it's just like you look at it and one might think this movie's full of stars mm-hmm. uh and it's not but also like it i feel like those people brought some added value that this uh, this movie would not have done as well if it uh featured I guess people just like worse at doing it. Maybe that's the the added value they brought is that just they made it good. Uh, okay. And so that that helped the uh, the reviews and the word of mouth that it got. I. I mean, they're smart filmmakers. They're a. You know, they did Game Night. They were gonna. They've been bouncing around project to project. Like, oh yeah, they're gonna direct this, and they end up not. But. Um, they're great directors, and I hope that. Uh, it's just going to be more to come from them. I just feel uh, the character first. That's always the best bet. And that's what they've done here is create a real likable group yeah. in the movie that will hopefully get people interested to see them again in any further adventures they may have. Yes, I so. I agree. And I had also seen those uh, those tracking numbers early on that were like $40 million. So I, great. I know... Uh, I know what you mean of like, oh, why why didn't it make 40? You all said it was going to make 40. Yeah. But like, shouldn't this movie have opened to like 13? It could have. It certainly could have. Yeah. Like I, I, I do want to want to primarily put my energy into, uh, you know, may, maybe it didn't quite hit the tracking in a way that the industry insiders would hope it would. And maybe it's going to be wiped off the face of the earth soon. Uh, someone's going to jump on its head and it will just disappear. But like thirty-seven million dollars for Dungeons and Dragons, that that's cool and good, and it's a fun movie, and I'm I'm very happy that happened, especially amidst uh, you know we'd we'd already talked about the the way that this this month has basically been best case scenario uh, in terms of the 
completely loaded crowd. Yeah. Like all of all of the things that we wanted to hit hit. Uh, and only one thing felt the damage. And this was this this avoided it, too. This could have been another one where it's like, you know, the energy got got sucked out and everyone's just kind of tired and waiting on Mario. Uh, and so I'm I say I say, yay, Dungeons and Dragons. Noah says, yay. In the two spot this week, uh, John Wick Chapter Four subtitle list made twenty eight point three million dollars. It's a sixty one point six percent drop. It's up to one hundred and twenty three million total. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big drop. It's pretty um, big. It's a two forty five worldwide. Let's look at some comparison uh, between it and the third one, Parabellum. Parabellum in its second weekend. Now, that, I believe, opened over Memorial Day? No, the next weekend. It opened to 56. Next weekend, it dropped. Okay. It made 56.8 in its first weekend. The next weekend, it dropped (laughs) (coughs) 56.7%. $24.5 million. It was at 101 up to that point. Um, And here it's at 123. It's still trending over it, but we might be looking at a scenario of this movie truly did reach its limit the last time out. Yeah. Uh, No new customers came to the table. And because it's a franchise, it's just being normally front loaded like a normal franchise usually is. Um, Word of mouth is not carrying this over. It's also long. Uh, It's a long movie. And I think that might have something to do with it. Dungeons and Dragons probably took audiences away from it. But, yeah, it could just top out at one, around 175 or whatever the last one made, which is, again, would be perfectly fine and not a problem at all. Yeah. Um, so it's just a question of whether it uh, will do that or not. But it's still a hit. It's a, it's a really nice... Um, Really nice surprise because again, I thought that the runtime and just it's nothing new to the movies. Uh, turns out it does when you go see it. Um, but the trailers made it seem like it was the same old, same old. It would hurt it, and it didn't. Uh, but I think that that burst of energy out the gate is not going to translate to over two hundred million domestic. Yeah, I would. So I would expect that next weekend is really going to tell us for sure because I can. I this is definitely a big drop. Uh, it's not. Doesn't quite strike me as like catastrophically big, but. Right, right on the outside edge of like the possibilities, given that it had such a big opening weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and given that uh, that it is so long, I could definitely see how that might affect it in its second weekend, where yes. the first weekend is just full of excitement and like everyone's going. But now, when you're trying to get those uh, those people who aren't quite as excited to see it because they didn't go opening weekend, like they seem like the ones that would be put off. But like maybe I'll I'll hold off on the three hour movie. I. Uh, so yeah, I do think that this is like you can kind of explain away the big drop. Uh, if we get to next weekend and it still is dropping, uh, you know, dropping heavily, dropping in the like the high forties, the fifties, mm-hmm. uh, then I, th- I think that definitely uh, that definitely shows that you're right, and the excitement was all just coming up front. Uh, but I I could still see a world where now now that we've had the big drop from the highest point that mm-hmm. the franchise has reached we level off a bit and uh, and see that sustained success as people are just like yeah this movie's fucking great uh i certainly hope so i you know again i think that the issue with mario coming out is that it's going to take away parents 
who might go see John Wick because sure. their kids want to see Mario. Um, but Plus, Mario space. Mario certainly, and a lot of parents don't do the kind of thing where they just drop their kids off at the movies and go see another one. See Mimi here. They also can't do that. They could see Mario twice. Yeah, uh, in the runtime for John Wick. But they'll drop they'll drop the kids off uh, at the lunch Mario spot next and, to the theater. Mario in sixty five, and then you can go. Um, but I don't know. Maybe Mario's front loaded, and people go and see it Wednesday and Thursday, and then. This weekend will level off. I hope it does because it is really good. I just that's a very kind of heavier drop than I would have thought. That is, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. Uh, movie that did not drop at all because it opened this weekend was His Only Son, which made five point five million dollars. Is there a chance this movie is about Jesus? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, uh, seems like well, let's click on it. Well, look at the, what studio produced it. Angel Studios. It. Yeah. So probably uh, after being called on by the Lord, Abraham's faith is te- oh, Abraham's oh, it's faith directly is by it's a direct Bible story uh, journey to sacrifice his son. Uh, yeah. So this is going to be uh, the story of God, God telling Abraham to uh, Old Testament to sacrifice shit. his son. Thought it would be about Jesus. Uh, and yeah, you would think so. There. <laughs> uh, well, God has more than one son. I guess we're, we're all we're his all, children. Yeah, sure. Uh, Abraham just has the one, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this opening is fine. I don't spot. know. The per theater average is whatever. Since I knew, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I think they did opening to good lord this poster. His faith was tested. Our hope was born. Uh, it made a fine amount of money. That's all I'll say about it. We don't need to spend too much time on it. Sure. Then let's move right along to any of these six. people. Uh, it doesn't even have like. I, I I can't think of any of the ones that would show up in these movies. It seem, no, it seems like they cast it, and I, I can't. Kevin? I obviously can't speak to their. Um, but based on their last name, they might have been casting this uh, Middle Eastern. Don't know. Ah, all right. Mu- uh, Muawad, Syed, Moskowitz, <laughs> Tade, uh, the villain. No, he's Isaac. Okay. Who I guess is probably the son. That yeah, that Abraham begat Isaac. Daniel De Silva is... plays the Lord. That's a, <laughs> it's a great role. It has an eighty-three on Rotten Tomatoes, six reviews. So relax. That means that the people who wanted to see this, sure, the critics that wanted to see this, yeah, because you want to. One of the reviews that I could click on on Wikipedia is for a place called World. Uh huh. This guy with publication World, and I click on World. And that's the Wikipedia cover photo. Lift high the cross. Yeah, so that's the people giving this review. Also, 83%, 5.9 out of 10. Do, even the people that saw it are like, I don't know. <laughs> this is barely good. Uh, I'm not a deeply religious person, but I have to imagine that if I was and I was making a movie, mm. I'd feel weird about casting someone in the role of God. The Lord. Yeah. Yeah, this seems that's like... That's happened before, though. People play God. Yeah. Do they, I mean, do they do it in like these movies? I, like they do it in Bruce Almighty. I've never seen these movies. <laughs> Good point. I, but like to just be like, yeah, this is a, this is our guy. He plays the Lord mm-hmm. and he will, he will be lending his voice to that role. Seems strange. I, number four this weekend was Scream 6. 
uh, movies. I, I really struggle with the Roman numerals with the V's, the four and the six. Like, just read it like I, a book. I, yeah, but I just I I have to take that time. Okay. Uh, and so every time I look at it, I have to be like, oh crap, mm, Scream Six. Okay. Scream Six made five point three million dollars. It was a thirty five point nine percent drop, and it is up to ninety eight point two. Yeah, starting to level out a bit. We'll see what happens next week. We'll definitely talk about it next week more. But good hold. Yeah, just because it didn't the, drop a lot of theaters. That's probably why it held pretty yeah, well. The pending milestones for it to cross. Mm-hmm. And then Creed Three comes in at number five with five million dollars, a thirty eight point nine percent drop, and is up to one hundred and forty eight point five. First weekend with the big news. I uh, no, I think we spoke of it briefly last week. Uh, we might have, but this is the first weekend. I think what happened happened on Saturday. So oh, I guess, I guess really not the first. Okay, weekend, but. I see. I uh, yeah, I don't know. Weird to talk about now again. Cross another milestone next week, but also a good hold. Yeah, and then I have very little. Uh, j- speaking of uh, the Lord Jesus Revolution, um. Crossed uh, $50 million at the box office, and that's pretty fucking good. Open to 15. Yeah. His only so, son, probably not going to make $50 million. Head pretty, no. Uh, <laughs> held pretty well. Um, that's what you get when you have Lionsgate instead of Angel Studios distributing your film. And that's all I have for the box office. All right. Well, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did, Did it make, make more or less than? than? We all know how to play. I named three movies, and you list them in order. Which one's made more and which one's made less at the box office? For a bonus point, you can tell me the year in question, one of the movie's opening weekend totals within $3 million, and one of the movie's final grosses within $3 million. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Your three movies are A Christmas Carol, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, and Inglorious Bastards. 2009. Which, yeah, I'm realizing that... How how much did you know that cold before I said Inglorious Bastards? I knew it from Christmas Carol. Okay. Damn. All right. Well, yes, that is correct. Why was Inglorious Bastards? I uh, no, cuz I while I was uh, while I was trying to seek out mm-hmm. like which movies to pick. Mm-hmm. I just looking at the uh, looking at the numbers, I was like, "Oh yeah, this this one this this makes like a pretty decent spread I uh, of like Close enough together, but still, uh, still gettable. I uh, I hadn't realized that Inglorious Bastards was, you know, just like a notable and uh, awards-heavy movie. Yeah, uh, and so probably would have been a big clue on the year. But you got a Christmas Carol. You got so it, it on a Christmas matter. Carol. Uh, order in with which they most money. Yes, uh, Inglorious least, please. Inglorious Bastards, GI Joe, Christmas Carol. They could probably flip them. Mm, hold on. Rise of Cobra. Is it the? F- Do you know if that's the first? I think it's the first. Uh, I it must be the believe first. it's the first. Oh no! Okay, so then I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So then, uh, oh shit! No, I'm still gonna go with Inglorious. Although no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. GI Joe. Christmas Carol. Inglorious. This is your final answer. Yeah. Uh, that was a good pivot because you went from getting none of them right to getting all of them right. Uh, yeah. Well done. Yeah, Tarantino <laughs> didn't hit 160 until uh, Django, the next movie. Christmas Carol did decent. And uh, G.I. Joe was a big August uh, thing. 
Um, which is why they made the sequel. sequel. Yeah. All right. So opening weekend, we'll do well. We'll do gross. GI Joe one hundred and fifty. GI Joe made one hundred and fifty point two. And opening weekend, we'll do. Glorious, and I'll say 37. 38. I was going to say 39, but I was worried it was closer to the mid-30s. Well, it technically was. Uh, so that was a perfect six-point affair. Yeah, that was clean. And uh, Well, not clean. I almost gave the wrong answer, but. Yeah, but you got there. You were you worked you worked through it before you uh, before you locked in. Cleanish. And uh crushed it. So then let's move along to Come and Gone from a theater near you. Are you ready to go back in time? Yep. Your week uh or your year rather is 2010. Week 13, March 26th. There March are March 26th. Movies. How to Train Your Dragon. Correct. Two movies. Yeah. Mm. How to Train Your Dragon was number 1. There's also a number 3. 21. No, no. Uh, give me a clue about that one. Uh, comedy. Is it a Medea? No. All right, hold on. Um, like, like, uh, she's out of my league. No. Do we see it? Uh, I have not seen it. Have I seen it? Yeah, I no. expect you have. Yeah. Why didn't you see it? I didn't think it looked good. Is it not supposed to be good? I. I think people like it. It's got its it's got its qualities. It's but sort I have it's weird that it's a movie that's got its qualities supposed to be decent. It's a comedy that I haven't made you watch. I yeah. I mean, I don't expect it's actually all that good. You get a sequel? Uh, I did. Yes. Sort of. It's an ensemble. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's not like he's just not that into you or Valentine's Day. Now think more. Uh, like think more like people kind of like it for the memes. I uh, doesn't help. Dragon open to uh, forty six. Forty three point seven. This movie. Let's see if I can give you any cast members that aren't going to give it away immediately. I. Uh, Two thousand ten comedy. Yeah. That spawned a sequel. Let me. Uh, all right. Let me go. Let me go through some of these supporting players uh, who are spawned not uh, who are not the main cast of four. Uh, this movie features it's got a cast of four. Lizzie Kaplan. Hot up time machine. So. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Yeah. People do like it. Is it memed? There's a meme. That I just like that. It's like it's funny because the title's funny. Oh, yeah. That's one of those, yeah. I did see it. It's okay. Um, I don't think it was that much, but like 14? Exactly right, 14. Yeah, yeah must have held well. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. All right, but you have seen it. I was yeah, right. I have seen it. I haven't okay. seen the second one. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, that's it for that weekend. Nothing uh, nothing else really going on. All right, tournament time. Here we go. Multiplex Madness. Pronounced with an IP. Sweet 16, the round of Sweet 16. Uh, we, uh, we're doing half of the Sweet 16 today. Uh, these are our original. This is, of course, the search for the greatest franchise, blockbuster franchise in history. Um, and these are the original franchises. We have seven categories. 
that we will judge the movies on. Best film, quality control, gross consistency, franchise growth, longevity, legacy, and the milestones. First to four moves on to the Elite Eight and a Half. Here we go. Our first matchup, the one seed Star Wars takes on the fifth seed Despicable Me franchise. Best film goes to Star Wars. It sure does go to Star Wars. That is not uh, not really in question. Quality control. Quality control uh, goes to God. I don't know. Star Wars is all up and I, up and down. Yeah, I think this is a uh, this for me has got to go to Despicable Me. Or like I don't love any of those movies. I mean, I guess. Like I I don't I don't think any of them get as bad as. Uh, as bad as Star Wars does. All right, so we'll give it to Despicable Me. Where did I go? Uh, What's we next? Go. Yes. Next, we go on to Gross Consistency. Uh, so, Despicable Me. Might be Despicable Me again. Is, because Star Wars has Clone Wars. Yes. Despicable Me, uh, at its worst, is the uh, the first one, which made it's got 250. S- yeah, good. At its best is uh, Rise of Gru, which did uh, 369. Yeah, but it's all kind of hovering in the 300s, and then the third one goes down to 280. Yeah. Uh, and then worldwide, we just get Bill, 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 pretty much, once it hits a Bill. Um, Star Wars, you got Solo and Clone Wars that are the outliers there. Yeah, that's... But it has so many more movies that aren't outliers... So like, how do you, uh, how much do you attribute to that? Like, it does, there's, what, what are there, like, 12 Star Wars movies? Uh, that, no, that's there would be, down. no, there would be 15? Oh, yeah, wait, because there's nine, yeah, so 12, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so there's 12 Star Wars movies versus the five Despicable Me's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think if Solo and Clone Wars weren't included in here... This would go to Star Wars, probably. Yeah. Because it's like, well, the numbers are different. It's been across yeah. 50 years. and I, so yeah, I, 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 I kind of I lean Star Wars. Even, even with the outliers, I think to be able to put out so many movies that are like the biggest thing in the world mm-hmm. is a is like a harder bar to clear. All right, sure. All right, so that gets us to one Star Wars. We go on to franchise growth. Uh, and that, I mean, it's got to be Star Wars. Which is, I mean, I guess. I guess. Star like, Wars has tried to get people involved in movies that are outside the Skywalker saga, and no one's biting. Yeah, I mean, Rogue, Rogue One, uh, Rogue One hit. Even those are in the Star Wars saga, I guess, or the Skywalker saga, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just in that, that and solo. Like, they all, they all are. I just mean like they were the continuation. Sure, it does not, it does not star uh, a Skywalker. Me has a successful spinoff series, but yeah, Star yeah, Wars. and it does, it does have a a more successful. No, but I, I do think Star Wars because the the, the 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 gross is also grew when it came back for the th- three yeah sequel series. And I guess that's kind of uh, that's kind of the question to me is like. The grosses grew, but like spiritually, it didn't 
really grow. Sure. Like Star Wars was the biggest I mean, thing in the minions world. Minions really grow from the Spiegel Me? It's the same All thing, right. but it's yeah, not the little Sure, things. I guess that's true. I. So I go Star Wars here. Yeah. All right. Longevity, we're going to give to Star Wars. Yes, that's going to be go. a clear win for Star bing, bing, Wars. Boom. Moving on to the Elite one. Eight and a half. The next matchup, the four seed Indiana Jones franchise takes on the nine seed Paranormal Activity franchise. Best film? Uh, that's going to be Indiana Jones yeah. uh, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Did I see something wrong earlier? No. Okay. No, it's just a... Uh, Perfect. Saying, uh, elaborating on, uh, the, uh, on the title there. Quality control, uh, this would be indie for me for yes, sure. Yes, this has got to go to indie, uh, which and you know dips dips in the way that it does, but still into movies that are I like mean, fun and watchable. And it doesn't have a ghost dimension in the No, the, the dip that Paranormal Activity takes is significantly steep. Uh, gross consistency, I'm also given indie. Yes, because the, uh, the paranormals, were, uh, paranormals were going all over the place. And... Uh, franchise growth, I guess indie. I don't know. It hasn't really grown in any significant way. Yeah, I mean, it got. Uh, I guess it hasn't like it hasn't spun off, but it's tried to. Uh, it's tried to do its uh, do its sort of legacy continuations. Uh, indie. Yeah. Paranormal. No indie. Oh yeah. yeah. One uh, of which didn't take, the other of which. Uh, I mean, it took in the sense that it made $800 million. Oh, sure. Yeah, but... And $300 million. It was the highest grossing movie of the franchise, but... But, yeah, like, they didn't keep doing it. Sure. We can get to that when we get to Legacy and whatnot. Sure. Um, or Longevity, rather. But... But, like, Paranormal Activity just, like, didn't grow. They kept trying. I mean, they kept trying. Yeah. And it didn't work. So I say indie. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Indy just uh, yeah. And based on that fact, I will also say, oh, we don't even have to do it. Great. Now, Indy uh, Indy <laughs> takes a sweep. Longevity was going to go to Indy also. All right, the three seed Toy Story against the seven seed Halloween franchise. Best film. Noah, throw us a curveball. We know That's, what you're going to do. Go ahead. I, okay. Uh, yes, I am going to vote Halloween. I know. As I know. Best film here. Yeah. Which and like, you go throw it back at me. Yeah. I no. It's just I. Just to say that I don't think that's like a uh, that's like an out there take. Uh, Depends who you ask. Uh, well, I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask you. Um. No, I don't think so. But yeah. I just knew it. Did you know that I was going to pick Star Wars? I for a uh, best uh, for or best Toy Story. Over... <laughs> Did you know that I was going to pick Toy Story? For uh, best I suspe- film. I suspected you would. Yeah. Yeah. See, we can just read each other. Yeah. I. Uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're both uh, both outstanding things. This is not to not to knock Toy Story on my end, and I'm sure you have you're not trying to knock Halloween. No, no, no. I love uh, Halloween. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we're gonna split there. Quality control. I go Toy Story that's, here. That's easily Toy Story. Gross consistency would also be Toy Story for me. Agreed. And franchise growth, I will give to Halloween. Yeah, for, I mean Halloween. Uh, Halloween grew into the uh, its own. Like legacy trilogy, yeah, which you very rarely get. Well, Toy St- Toy Story did put out its. Uh, if, if Lightyear was a success, I would have given this to Toy Story. Yeah, I cannot tell you how much I keep forgetting about Lightyear when we're talking about the Toy Story it's franchise. Part of it. Uh, it certainly is part of it, and it just came out a few months ago. Yeah, in the scheme of things, almost a year. Sure, I uh, eight but, ten months. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I just know. 
no memory of that movie at all when we're sitting here and be like, oh, yeah, Toy Story 1, 2, 3, and 4. Right. What a, what a Soon growth. Soon to be 5. The most, the most successful one. Soon to be I, 5. Yeah, I'm going to join you for the franchise growth vote for Halloween. Uh, longevity, I also give to Halloween. Yeah, that's been uh, that's been trucking as uh, as long as it could have. And legacy, I'm giving to Toy Story. Uh, yeah, legacy. the computer generated factor of the first uh, animated film made entirely by computers, and of course, Pixar. It launched Pixar. Yeah, the Pixar thing is big. I do want to. Uh, I do want to take a moment to speak to the legacy of Halloween. Sure, slasher movies, of, Carpenter, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, for sure. Yeah, all, all those uh, all those things, and just Michael Myers as yes. uh, one of the defining icons cool. yeah. of uh, one of the bigger genres that there is. Started it all. Well, uh, didn't start slashers, but certainly made them popular. It was an incredibly profitable independent film. Launched the way for other in low lower budget independent horror films. Yeah, I I do think ultimately the legacy of the Toy Story franchise. I would. I would I would lean a little higher with the Pixar factor there. And now we go to milestones, right? Yes, because uh, you have you now have Toy Story winning, but I uh, I still have it a an even match. So All right. We could, so could come down to a tie here. Toy Story um, has eleven Oscar nominations. First one was nominated for original screenplay. The third one was nominated for picture and adapted screenplay. It's won three Oscars, including two animated feature prizes. Uh, Toy Story 2 was the third biggest opening weekend in history. Toy Story 3 had the biggest June opening. Toy Story 4 had the biggest G-rated opening. Toy Story 3 was the biggest animated film of all time. It was also the first animated film to cross a billion dollars. And Toy Story and Toy Story 3 were both the number one films of their respective years. Toy Story is also in the National Film Registry. Halloween, uh, in 2018, the uh, Legacy sequel, became the biggest slasher film in history. And it was just probably also true for the first one. And uh, Halloween 1978 uh, was a um, indoctr. Well, I don't know what I'm trying. What's the word? Inducted, I think. Yeah, sure. Indoctrinated. Yeah. To the National Film Registry. All right. So let's sit down and parse this. Uh, both franchises are in the National Film Registry, so we can cancel that out. Cross those out. I. Uh, now let me ask you this, because uh, you just said a lot of statistics there. Uh, was the Toy Story franchise ever the biggest slasher film? You know what? It wasn't. I. Uh, and, you know, it had the opportunity. Wasn't there, like, that little short, the Toy Story short, that was, uh, like, horror scary? They did do that for ABC at one point, yeah. Yeah. And Ter- like, Tales of Terror, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's a big point in Halloween's favor there. Hi, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it's... It is it is very generous and appreciative. I decided uh, to ruin it. <laughs> but <laughs> that's okay. Bye, have a good night. <laughs> All right, what I, are we doing here? Yeah, I mean now we now on the other hand, Toy Story has uh, Toy Story a, wins. a million other things. Yeah, so Toy Story gets that vote uh and is going to take a very narrow victory <sighs> yes, here. Yes, Halloween put up a good fight uh, as what you would expect a, from Michael Myers. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to parse out the decimals of exactly what happened there. It was but four and a half to two and a half, right? Sorry, four. 
Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that is exactly right. Our two seed in the last matchup of the evening, the two seed Rocky franchise takes on the six seed Matrix franchise. Best film, Noah. I. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that's hard. Um, oh God, <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be the Matrix. It's one option. It's got. It's got to be the Matrix. Um, I'm feeling in a Matrix mood. Sure. Okay. Why not? I. Uh, yeah, that's that is that is it's tough. Tight is that is that tighter for you than, than Toy Story v Halloween? Yes. Okay. I uh, mainly because I hadn't seen, and it's not because I like Toy Story way more than Halloween. I just don't hold Rocky or the Matrix as in as in as much esteem as those two. I also haven't seen Rocky in long enough. So it's like a coin toss. That's like a legitimate coin toss. Right. So this this is like two two eight out of tens, really like. I get I give both of them other. four stars, but they're not like seminal to me. Sure. Whereas Toy Story and Halloween are, um, quality control. I uh, that I am. Oh, it's raw. It's Rocky for yeah. me. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be Rocky. Rocky, like, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky has, Balboa, the Creeds. Yeah, Rocky has its dips from its highs, yeah. but it also has the many, Matrix. Many more highs. I gotta rewatch Resurrections, but the Matrix were on two two downer notes. Half the trilogy, I don't. Half of the franchise, I don't really care for. Right. Uh, gross consistency. Oh, well, Rocky also. I mean, come on, it's highest grossing movies out right now. Matrix yeah. Resolution Resurrections was the lowest grossing movie. Yeah, and Rocky. Uh, you know, it creatively stumbled in its uh, like Rocky three, Rocky four uh, moments, but yeah. those movies made a lot of Big money. Hits. So yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a vote for Rocky for me as well. Franchise growth. Well, the biggest Rocky movies in theaters right now, and yes. the lowest grossing Matrix movie came out last December or yes. two Decembers ago. Uh, yeah, Rocky had its uh, its whole its whole trilogy and a successful legacy sequel before legacy sequels were really a thing. Longevity uh, successful uh, uh, remains to be seen, but creatively successful. Longevity goes to Rocky. It does. Yes, uh, that is. Uh, yeah. A knockout win, a sweep in boxing. I wonder. But you googling it? I'm not. All right. Uh, in I two weeks, not an expression for it. We get the entire lead eight and a half. I believe. I don't think we switch it up. I think we're almost. Or no. Well, let me check. Hold on. I looked this up earlier. Um. We get the entire lead eight and a half. Yeah. Okay. In good. two weeks, where the Star Wars franchise takes on the Indiana Jones franchise, Lucas, both George Lucas things. That's that's, that's pretty cool. And the three seed Toy Story takes on the two seed Rocky. So we really do have one, two, three, and four. We do. Yeah. Left. Yeah. I which like. I think is a sure one. I th- I'm I'm fine with. There's been there's been some upsets in this tournament, but I think once you once you start expanding to franchises as a whole, yeah, uh, it's harder to it's harder to capture those upsets. All right. No. Uh, next week uh, we have the remaining Sweet Sixteen candles, which will of course be uh, the adaptation films. Yeah. Very Noah, excited about that round. Yes. You got that sheet up. Uh, I certainly we got will. Some early yeah, reactions. Man. Did you have an early reaction for D and D? Uh, oh yeah, or I believe, John Wick. I, uh, yeah. I think you did. 
I don't think I had John Wick. I did have D&D, but let me confirm if uh, I'm right about that. Here we go. My prediction for D&D is not going to be generous. I... Oh yeah, we're uh, yeah. We do are, you have one for we, we are we are a little behind on these. I've had, uh, I've had a few we haven't reviewed. I uh, all right. So let's go in uh, in order here. Uh, Creed three. Yeah. Uh, I predicted thirty eight. Nope, more than that. Yes, that was uh, that was a miss. Then Scream six. I predicted sixty. Nope, less than that. Which was uh, one of those things where like. Spiritually, that's what I meant. Did but it open to? Uh, the number remember. is just uh, insanity. Uh, I should not have open said to forty-four, sixty. I. Why you? I, I skipped this one. Uh, what did Magic Mike's Last Dance open to? Because I, I said it would get fifteen. No, less than that. Remember, they opened it in like fifty, twelve hundred. Oh, that's right. They did that thing where it made like eight, and it's like, oh, this could have made. 15 yeah, it made eight. Yeah, we're if, like, they yeah it, if they did it, if they did it fully wide. I marketed it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. None of those came out. John, John Wick chapter four. I said 48. No nope, more, which uh, did not work out. And then D and D. All right. My, I mean, my prediction's still wrong, but is not as ungenerous. Yeah, as sure. I thought 25. I said 25. For now, D&D. Super Mario is opening on a Wednesday. So we'll give you the 65 for the three day. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, all right, so I'm I'm looking at the predictions I've made on this log. Currently, I mm-hmm. have Super Mario's at 65. Uh, I've got Terminator: Rise of the Beasts at 35. Nope. Transformers. What are you, me? Uh, Getting <laughs> things wrong. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Yes, indeed. Transformers. 35. At 35. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny 40. at 40. Guardians at 150 yeah. and Little Mermaid at 70. All right, we're adding three I, more today, yeah. sir. What you what? I'm oh, me. just I. I I don't know that I feel good about any of those. You just did uh, the mermaid one. I know. And then immediately after you made the I case say, why yeah. I was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think he's right. Uh, well, uh, listen, we're doing three today, including another DCEU film, Blue Beetle, yeah. uh, headlined by a Latino actor. That's the spin on this. Okay. Um, you know anything about Blue Beetle as a property? Not at all. Well, let's find out. We're going to have to cut the mics on all these, but don't worry. It'll be seem... Less August eighteenth, your birthday movie. Oh yeah, boy. Uh, what'd you think? Oh man, I didn't like it. I it seems like it could be okay, uh, but I don't. I just didn't 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 do it for me. Okay, it's full. Tra- is- I mean, it's full of trailer moments. It's full of yeah. The whole like, you know. Uh, whoa! Look at this dropping you. Who? Wait, no. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, just the whole like he's he's learning his suit and it's not working thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, just didn't nothing nothing in there to get me excited. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what do you, what do you what do you see in this trailer? Uh, I think it's like an okay trailer. I think the movie looks like it could be cute. I like the um, reliance on family. I like the the kind of uh, not reliance but leaning. On the family sure, themes. that's like a big thematic element yeah, of it. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's nice. Uh, I think it looks cute. I think he looks cute in it. I think that there's like, it seems like a very kind of um, low-key superhero movie, which I think could be kind of refreshing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hope it's good. I like that he makes a better weapon 
than the Green Lantern does with his I can do anything with my suit thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a very funny video on Twitter of a of a, a little white nerdy gamer boy freaking out because George Lopez calls Batman a fascist. And I'm just going like, he's not, how could you say? Just freaking out. It's very funny. Okay. Um, and uh, I th- I hope it's good. I hope it's like a very low-key movie. It's going to serve a very underserved but large demographic in this country for movie going. And um, I certainly hope it's good. I, th- I think that it could be. Yeah. I, That's my thoughts. Remind, it reminded me a lot of that movie Upgrade. Oh, sure. But like if it's a I didn't like that very much. Everyone thing. loved that movie. Yeah. I, I didn't like it very that. much. I, I liked it, it more than you, but still less than consensus. Yeah. I might need uh, to watch it again. It's Lee Iwano, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that's... Uh, that's One right. L is probably how you pronounce yeah. his name. I, uh, I'm going to say that Blue Beetle opens to $28 million. Okay. Mark it down. Our next film, uh, a superhero of a different type. Uh, I typed in Snow White, which is not correct. Um, we are diving back into the world of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse 2. Now, I know that we don't often do movies that no one's actually seen footage for, but I kind of want to get these um, uh, piled up because I feel like we missed a lot of big trailers the last few weeks. Sure. Um, have some stuff for the summer because once the summer happens, we don't get the summer movie trailer, so... We're doing this. Um, it is the full trailer. Finally, I don't have to see that fucking other trailer again. Very excited I for that. I can't wait for this movie, but I hate that other trailer. It is so slow going to get their shit. Yeah, I think that I think the other trailer, like I, I it works for me. It just stuck around too long. Yeah, it really did. Like it was a great it was a great idea for a teaser trailer that is like long longer and full length kind of thing, but doesn't give away much of the movie but then it was just like this is the trailer for months um but this is uh uh the full trailer we get the full aspect of what this is about um we'll have to cut the mic again but uh don't work less june 2nd 2023 um big cast yes big cast we got daniel kaluuya Issa Rae, Schwartzman plays the spot. Okay, I couldn't place that voice, so thank you for uh, for saying so. You are welcome. And uh, Oscar Isaac, so what do you think? I Tremendous. Yeah, I, it seems to be about, you know, the idea that every Spider-Man, in order to be Spider-Man, has to lose someone important to him. And I think they're saying, like, you know, your dad or mom is, like, going to die while you're here. Yeah. You have to let that let it happen, and he's like, "No, I want to say, very cool story." Yeah, seems to like really bridge the the thing about Spider Man that's cool is when he's just like a small scale neighborhood hero mm-hmm. with this idea of a uh, you know multiversal uh, implications and every Spider Man and there's this whole other world. Uh, like the the trailer bridges that really well, and I the first movie was good enough that I. Uh, expect the movie will too. I was tremendously excited for this. Uh, I'm very excited as well. The last one, um, uh, you know, came out December. Um, this is prime June, June 2nd. Yeah. June's a crowd a month. What do you think? June 23rd, June 2nd, 2023. I, uh, I, this, this could be my, uh, excitement for the movie sort of clouding myself a little uh-huh. bit. I, uh, 
I I'm, I'm gonna swing really big here. I think I think uh-huh. I, I I know the first you movie. Whip first. Uh, <laughs> whip, and then swing. Uh, whip swing. I. Uh, yeah, I know the first movie was like relative to Spider Man, like not that big of a thing. It I was a hit numbers. in its I'll own tell way. You, I'll tell you when you, if you tell you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna say my number, and then it's gonna be out there. Okay. Uh, and the number is 175 million dollars. Okay, so the first one opened to 35, Jesus and it made Christ. 190 domestically. It. So right. I th- I think that you're right in the sense that this is gonna be a big breakout sequel. Yeah, that's a little. That's like what? No, that. Well, it's like Spider-Man Three made 150. That's like more than any other Spider-Man aside from No Way Home. Okay, so yeah, that's. So we'll see. That's 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 too high. That's I was high. I was I was picturing like, oh yeah, Spider Verse. So that must that must have opened to like what seventy million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. That's uh, okay. That's fine. I I love I love uh, I love my spirit here. We uh, got our third trailer, the one I'm most are you most excited for. You gotta be excited for this. this is, yeah. It's I, still a teaser. It says teaser, so we don't get like a full plot here. Okay. But it is almost two minutes long. Yeah, which is good enough for me. Te- teasers in the way that they used to exist just don't exist anymore. We're going to be watching the, the teaser for Barbie. Uh, Noah hasn't seen... We obviously have seen the first one, but he hasn't seen this. We, we've seen the first one in a theater. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have with I, the 2001 opening. I don't know if I have. Uh, maybe I have. Um, I've already seen it. Noah hasn't. We're going to stop the recording. Uh, so it might sound weird, but don't worry, because as always, it'll be seam... Less so, Barbie. Barbie. So, what did you think? I want to know. Going to be seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. That's just, that's, that's your value you've made. Yeah, that that's is, that is, a that is lot. Going to Oppenheimer might be three hours long. Good. Okay. Let, let it be. Which one? Better take do, that Friday off. Do I see first? Oh God, for sure Oppenheimer. Let's end on Barbie, please. I. You know what I mean? Can you imagine like Barbie, like, oh, it's such a fun time. Now let's see the three-hour movie about the worst invention that's ever been invented. Sure. Yeah, I think I think that's probably right. That makes sense. All right, so it's Oppenheimer first, then Barbie. You have your I, steak dinner, and then you can have a nice cocktail. Sure. I uh, tremendous. Just this this movie seems like a vehicle to let the most fun people that we have in Hollywood be their most fun selves. I uh, could it use Chris Pine in it. Sure. Uh, but like Robbie and Gosling is just the, the perfect pairing of people who are great and energetic and incredible. I uh, it looks great. Very excited for this. So you got Margot. Issa Rae, Alexandra Ship, Emma Mackey. You got your girl from uh, Dairy Girls, Nicola Coughlin, Dua Lipa, Kate McKinnon, uh, Hari Neff, who I believe uh, yeah, is a transgendered woman, uh, as various Barbies, plus other people that from sex education and stuff that I don't Do know. Do you know which member of the Dairy Girls cast that is? Yeah, it's the short one. Claire. Oh, Okay. Incredible, Claire. Claire, she's the best. playing. Um, is she? I I don't mean I, I didn't mean the main, that as the, like a qualitative. The main girls, the, the girls. The main girls, the best. Uh, she's playing diplomat Barbie. Okay. Issa Rae is President that's, Barbie. That's great. Alexandra Ship is writer Barbie, and Mackie is physicist Barbie. 
Uh, Hari Neff is Dr. Barbie. Kate McKinnon's gymnast Barbie. Dua Lipa's mermaid Barbie. Okay. Ken, Ryan Gosling is Ken. Simon Liu, uh, Kingsley Ben Adir. We saw him briefly in the thing. He's uh, he's the gentleman who played um, Malcolm X in One Night in Miami. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I know that name. Um, uh, yeah, Will Ferrell, Helen Mirren, Emerald Fennel. Michael Sarah as a character named Alan, which was a, um, from what I read, a uh, uh, a doll they made once that was a friend of Ken's. Okay. Who could fit into Ken's clothes. All right. America Ferreira's in it. Uh, Adriana Greenblatt. Rhea Perlman, who we're watching on Cheers, is in this. John Cena as a cameo. Big cast. Written by Greta Gerwig. No, Bombeck. Directed by Greta Gerwig. Comes out July... 21st, 2023. What is Barbie opening to? I don't fucking know. You want to hear mine? <laughs> I have no How much do you think it costs? How much do you think it costs? This isn't going to uh, affect your decision, but how much do you think it costs? You saw the trailer. Uh, this movie cost... I... Jesus, just... This is just knowing what studios pay for things when they shouldn't, like okay. when they make the Dungeons and Dragons movie. For 150 million. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to say they tempered themselves on this one and spent uh, $100 million. What do you pay for it? Uh, I'd pay... They go to the Noah School for budgeting. Uh, for the Barbie movie made by Greta Gerwig, should you should be able to make that for between 50 and $75 million. They spent 100 on it. Okay. Uh, what is it opening to? I <laughs> more stalling questions, please. I uh, Barbie is going. They all right, all right. I uh, are you disappointed so, they didn't use Barbie Girl? No, it's a great. Uh, this is a this is a great song. It's a great song, and it's perfect for this. Yeah, fun, uh, fun, fun by the Beach Boys. So, Lady Bird was like successful for what it was, which was a small. I'll tell you, uh, I, small A twenty four. Pretty movie. sure it's not going to have any effect on anything. So I'll I'll tell you what these make. I, um, I'm not. I don't care what they open to. Yeah, because they were both limited. The ones you're going to talk right. about, forty nine. Yeah. Okay. So Lady Bird was huge for like that yeah. kind of movie at the time. I remember what Little Women made. I believe Little Women made a hundred million dollars. Hundred eight. Uh, which is just the coolest just not, thing that ever happened. How much do you think Little Women cost? Jesus fuck. I uh, that movie should cost. Uh, yeah. How much should it cost? That it should cost. 30 to 50 million dollars oh wow you'd give it 50 I, they give it 40 and i think I, that's 20 too much i yeah I mean, it's not a sure thing little women right now come on but no it it's, it's, it's not a sure thing i just i work i consider uh, a movie's budget if it's 50 million dollars or less these uh, days to be it, it's like it's sure. fru, it's frugality in its finest right. form i uh, come on barbie is going to open to 38 million dollars okay I think Barbie could go as high as 50. Really? That would be so cool. I think that there's a thing ha that could be happening here where we get kid little it's you know, I I I could be politically correct and say kids, not a lot of boys are going to just going to jump 8-year-olds are going to sure. jump to this. John Cena's in it. Yeah. That's he just made their wishes. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Uh it sucks, but it's just the way it is. Sure. They're not going to have interest in this movie. It's not going to be the kids that power this. It's going to be the people like you and me and the adults. Yeah. And the little girl. It's going to be everybody. And I think that this has the opportunity to be like, this is a weird movie. And unless like, from what I hear, the movie's very much about gender politics, unless that 
gets politicized to a crazy degree. Not on, not on, no, 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 not on film Twitter. Uh-huh. I mean, where it reaches people like my mom. Sure. Who, who won't care? I'm not saying she's going to be like, it's political. I'm not going. Right. But, but she'll people have heard. who aren't plugged into social media. Yeah. If it reaches them, we have a problem. If it's film Twitter, I could give a shit. Um, but this could just be like, they're making a Barbie movie and it's full of people. And like, it looks weird. Like, what is this? That might pique a lot of interest, and I think it could. It could. We'll see. We'll see. I hope so. Uh, all right, that's it. Noah, plug us up or all recommend right. a movie. How about that? Uh, let's recommend Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, which is just incredibly fun, and I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, I'm going to recommend Air. I haven't seen it yet, but okay. I like uh, adult dramas. So please go, because yeah. then they'll make them more, there's, and it's supposed to be great. There's a there's just there's a lot of buzz about air. It's supposed to be uh, great, and I have hopes that it makes like 15 million this weekend. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like I've gone from seeing all the people tweeting about how it's uh, Matt Damon's best movie ever to he said that Matt Damon. No, the, sorry, Ben Affleck said it's the best movie he's ever made. Okay, I uh, which like again, like Ben Affleck's made some good movies. I. Uh, a fact-based th- drama. Go ahead. I just I think maybe we all need to rein it in half a notch, but also just like I feel like I've been seeing trailers and ads for this movie just out the wazoo, uh, and I like I I I foolishly think it might hit. I hope so. What does that mean to you? I like twenty over the five days. Twenty-five. Yeah. No. I mean, I th- I think anything. Hoping for anything over twenty is a fool's errand. But well, for the five day. It's opening on. It's opening okay. tomorrow. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say I'll say twenty to twenty five. Like mm-hmm. I guess I guess that may be too big of a range, but a fact based drama that no one will dunk on. Air aims to dramatize events that changed the sports world forever, and hits almost nothing but net. Ninety six reviews in on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what the percentage is? Uh, no. Take a guess. I I'll go with the the sim the symmetry and say ninety six. Ninety nine. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I cannot wait and I want more of these movies, so please go see it. Alright, now plug us up. Alright, you can find us at what's in the box dot com. We are on Twitter at box we're at box office. We are at wit box office. <laughs> Couldn't quite get the at box office handle. Uh wit box office is also No, but Instagram. we're at box office. Yeah. If you go to box offices, we're usually there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Noah Druke. I'm at Brian DeSerber, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R, and uh, that's also my uh, letterboxed handle. Uh, you, of course, can been find re-watching me. movies. That's all I've been doing these oh, past two weeks. I, it's a great way to spend one's time. Yeah, but they're like movies like Forces of Nature and Serendipity, like just okay. like low-key movies to chill out to that yeah. I haven't seen in a while. I don't know what Forces of Nature it's is. It's one of the Does weirdest looking you? movies you'll ever see. Okay. I... I've, I want to hear more about that later. Of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, we are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, we did get the at box office handle on Spotify. Thank God. So just go ahead and search box office and we're right there. Next week, how big does Super Mario Brothers open to and is there enough room for air? Um, the I could make a pun about it. I mean, they just... Super they, Mario they sucking the air out of the room. Super Mario... Uh, eats a big mushroom, gets real big. I'm not editing these. I'm just kind of giving the the broad strokes. Okay. Eats the big mushroom, the gets headline? real big. Uh, air has no room to breathe. I got you. All right. Um, air travels on its way to the box office. Yeah. Air soars. Air soars. Yep. Air dunks on the competition. Yeah. Mario 
gets a triple double. If Mario opens over a hundred, I'm gonna say he gets a triple double on okay. air. All right. Um, all right. Listen. Uh, what next you week, if air opens to over a hundred. Uh, I, I wouldn't do the podcast anymore. <laughs> Because uh, that means nothing I've ever thought about the box office is true, and there's no reason for me to talk about it. Um, listen, next week we got two big movies. We also have the tournament and a special guest, so tune in next week. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. And until then, go see a movie.